All right, so to keep to keep things more on the upbeat, fun, positive, uh, let's see, the last couple podcasts I talked about my neck feeling like a, a broken or something, feeling slightly better now but still shitty. And then before that was all about, uh, I don't know, sleep and depression and <laughs> fun topics. Yeah. Uh, and now there's a, there's a shooting in Brooklyn in the, uh, the subway. And it's it's a little annoying because the local station here in Boston is was covering it. They just went off the air uh, at eleven, and they're covering the as much as they could before going off the air. But uh, it's just like, come on, dude. Uh, the whole st- the speculation, you know. Oh, we're not we don't have enough information. Like, okay, well then that's that's probably where you should end uh, trying to play the let's guess what happened uh, and and. For those of you, I'm sure you all know by now. By the time, who knows when I'll be posted? It could be Saturday by the time I post this. It's Tuesday. I'm recording it. Uh, but yeah, there was some kind of shooting. In, I think I want to say it was like 36th Street, and some, I don't know. Uh, and it's weird because on Twitter, I follow all these. Um, I follow all these like, like the transit police in New York and the and the MTA. And I don't know what else, uh, because of when I was, uh, walking around the Brooklyn bridge back in August and this girl seemingly jumped from the Brooklyn bridge. I'm guessing at this point, I I don't know. I don't know the statistics of the Brooklyn bridge. Uh, but I was out on a walk, a nice walk, beautiful August night, hanging out on the Brooklyn bridge. And then I happened across a girl who was, she was walking across a bunch of people, you know, kind of stopped and yelling and this girl with a backpack was out on the scaffolding. And and at first I thought like, oh, my God, these idiots. I thought it was like a drunk friend. And they were all like, ah, I, it, you know, you, you, your mind takes a second to to wrap around, wrap itself around what's happening. And a few seconds I get there, I'm like, oh, fuck, this girl's like, this is not a good situation. And uh, yeah, there were there were a bunch of us just kind of standing there and like, what can you do? Except, you know, yelling things like, don't do it, please come back, please don't jump, uh, you know, I said, I, 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 you know, I'm yelling stuff, and i like, what, this is, what's this going to do, this is going to do anything, this person has their mind set on exactly what they're doing right now, they've had a lot of time to think about this, so you think that a bunch of strangers standing on a, on a pedestrian walkway... <laughs> on the Brooklyn Bridge is going to do anything. Don't do it. Okay. Oh, okay. I didn't think about it that way. Now that you mention it, I won't do it. The thing is, and by the time I got there, they had, you know, the people who were already there had already called the police, called 911, everything like that. And and this girl sat on the, uh, you know, the beams and stuff, slid down the cables, sat, and it's just like, we're just sitting there like, oh my God, what the fuck? And of course, I, I always wondered what would I do in a situation where you see, you know, you see these viral videos and it's just like, God, everybody, everybody's first instinct is to just whip out their phone and start taping it just so they capture something crazy on, on video. And I, in the moment, I actually, I thought to myself, man, I, I didn't think anything about my phone. I certainly didn't think about recording it. I thought maybe I should record this just for like I don't know to like help the with evidence like to capture what she looks like. I thought about that and I thought I just I don't, you know, I don't I can't 
I can't record this. I can't take a picture. I just couldn't bring myself to do it in any way. And then I look next to me and it's like, there's this woman just, just standing there quietly filming everything. I'm like, okay. And, and, and the crazy thing is the woman who filmed it, I was like, Hey, you, you know, the, when the police arrive later, I'm like, Hey, you, you should, you know, show that to the, you know, how, you've got actual video of the, of this girl. And she was like, yeah, yeah. And then she just kind of, her husband, she and her husband just sort of left. I'm like, all right, I guess this is all right. And, uh, so anyway, so this girl slid out on the, onto the, from the scaffolding. Um, cause there's some pieces that were under construction and, uh, she slid out onto the, onto the, you know, one of the big sort of beams. I don't know the names of things, but, and she just sat there for a while, which is like dangerous. Like, wow, that's fucking dangerous, man. And, uh, she just sat there and, you know, and we're all screaming, don't, don't come, you know, what are you doing? Come back, please, please. You know, and it's like every, every word is as hopeless as the last and <laughs> not as hopeless as the next. It's just like this, this thing, what am I going to say? That's going to stop anybody from doing anything like this. Um, cause when you get to that point and I only know, uh, because I don't know, <laughs> cause I've never gotten to that point. Um, I don't think most of us have gotten to that point. And that's why a lot of us, that's why a lot of people say stupid things. Uh, there was this kid, uh, a high school classmate uh, took their own life, uh, died by suicide a few years ago, 2015. And, uh, and another classmate was trying to arrange a memorial and do all these nice things and, and reached out to everybody. And one of the responses was, no, your suicide is for quitters. I, I have no respect, blah, blah, blah. Just horrible things. And it's like, God, your pea brain cannot accept anything except what your eyes see in front of you and what you are feeling at this moment. You have no empathy for anybody else to even think, because I don't know what that's like. I've never known what that's like. So for somebody to be in a place where they bring themselves to that point and they follow through has to be like, wow, this is not so great. This is like when you feel like that's it, that's the one option that's left. I don't know what that's fucking like, dude. And, uh, and so to, for somebody to be such a, such a fucking idiot to say, oh, I think that's for quitters. Well, it's because you've never fucking tried anything in your life. So you don't even, you wouldn't even know what a quitter is because you've never even tried. You'd have to actually try something in order to quit. So, you know, sit at home, you fucking loser. Oh, surprise, surprise. He's a big conservative too. Wow. Shocking. Low brain cells. Bad takes on things? I can't believe he's a Republican. <laughs> anyway, um, just a, that's just a little side thought that popped into my head. Um, so so we're watching this is back in August, beautiful night. We're watching this kid, and she's just sort of sitting there like, okay, maybe she's – like I figure if you're going to – I don't know. If you're sitting there for a while, maybe she's really re- – and by the way, she's not reacting to anything. She is not, as they, the wrestling term is, she's no-selling anything that anyone's saying. She's not looking at us. She's not responding. She's not verbally, not in any way, shape, or form. It was like watching a ghost, to be honest. It was like watching an actual ghost because it's just it, just weird motions and no no emotion at all. Just no, not even like, I mean, just nothing. 
Just no emotion. It looked like somebody who was frankly like dead already. And she sat on these beams for a while and we're still yelling. Then she slides down one of the cables and everybody's like, oh my God. And then she, and then she finds another level of beams that's more like street level with the bridge with like cars going by. But what are cars going to do? They, A, they probably don't even see her. And B, everybody's going so fast. Like what if you slam on the brakes? You're going <laughs> to. I don't know. It could, that could that could end up being even worse. Uh, and then she and then she wraps herself around a, another cable, uh, and then just slides off under out of sight, and literally five seconds later, if even that was when the NYPD pulled up. And we're yelling down like the only way to communicate. We're yelling at these guys. We're pointing like, no, no, there, there, there. And they're, you know, they're shining their flashlight down. You know, what kind? They can't see anything. And within within seconds, minutes, there's helicopters and there's boats and there's ambulances and there's police and there's everything, sirens and flashing lights everywhere. And you know, they've closed two lanes of the bridge heading into Brooklyn from Manhattan. And they're, you know, they're checking. You know, they have flashlights and they're pointing the flashlights like up towards us. I'm like, I. I don't think she's up here, fellas. <laughs> like, I don't know what to... I mean, I, okay, you're looking to see something. I don't, I don't know. Um, I get it. But, uh, you know, and then they her backpack was on the scaffolding, and she had, like, a big big speeding tickets and stuff, like hundreds of dollars worth of speeding tickets. And uh, evidently her phone was in there with a bunch of texts from her dad and things like that, and it was, like, not looking good. And I checked for days, weeks, months. I still, even though like the farther away from it we are, it's like, you know, what's um, probably should have and could have just called like that day or the next day, uh, you know, called uh, called NYPD or something to, you know, maybe get an update or maybe not. Maybe they would have told me to go fuck myself. I don't know. Um, but I, I've not seen anything. I've I've seen nothing that like even you know there there was a video the night before of a woman walking along who like the night before jumped off the bridge and died and her body was recovered the girl that we saw the next night there's no story there's no like body recovered there's no like nothing so does to me it's like well okay did she you know there's stuff underneath there's like scaffolding and there's things underneath the bridge but i just tend to wonder you know because all the police and everybody was there and about an hour or so later they all disappeared they all left they were all done and uh and i you know me just being stupid i should have just yelled down like hey what happened um because the police came up they got statements from the people who called the police and it was it was these like youngsters, you know, twenty somethings, out of town from Orlando, and they're asking me all this stuff. I'm like, I dude, I'm not from here either. Uh, and they're like, yeah, this the one guy. The one comment that stuck with me was the guy was like, yeah, we're we're in, in town from Orlando. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Uh, I used to live there. Oh yeah, 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 okay. And then he's like, uh, he's like, yeah, I gotta be honest, man. It seems like New York is a way cooler city than Orlando. <laughs> And I'm like, yeah, I got to be honest with you. 
there's no universe in which Orlando is a cooler city than New York. <laughs> okay, you can't get Spaceship Earth in Manhattan. I guess that's, uh, you know, you can't ride Space Mountain and all that other stuff. But uh, anyway, <laughs> that's funny. I'm like, oh, yeah, the downtown Orlando scene uh, still slightly different from the uh, from the New York scene. <laughs> You know, I I'm I'm starting to think maybe Orlando's not as good of a city as New York. Oh, but you needed to come here to find that out because I could have. Anyway, um, <laughs> it's like I've never been to Indianapolis, but I've got a hunch Boston is a better city. I just have a hunch. Ah <laughs> oh, man. Um, and then and then and then he was weird because he's like. His friend was given their police report and all this stuff. And he's like, yo, this dude pointing to his friend. He's like, yeah, he's, he's going to be famous. And I'm like, yeah, congrats. <laughs> uh, I guess that's cool for you. Uh, yeah, your name might appear somewhere in a, <laughs> in a, in a small blurb somewhere in a, a newspaper or online. I, yeah. Can, okay. Um, and, I'll be honest, I'm assuming that something like, the, you know, just like the Golden Gate Bridge, Brooklyn Bridge, any of these places, I would imagine that, unfortunately, that's a pretty common thing, probably like close to a daily basis. And unless there's some extraordinary circumstances, I'm getting, guessing a lot of it just doesn't get reported because it's just so frequent, which I don't understand. But okay, okay. That's my hunch. I don't know. My other hunch is, yeah, maybe this girl slid slid down the thing, down the cable, and, uh, you know, found her way to the, to the little platform underneath the bridge. And uh, I don't know. Maybe they found her the next day. Maybe the, I, I don't know. I, would, I just would think that no matter what, that would have been a story somewhere. Because I checked, like, later that evening. The next day, I was following all the news stuff. I was... Even on Twitter, there was like a couple little things just from mostly from eyewitnesses. Same with I looked on like TikTok and I looked on YouTube and I looked at nothing, just a few, you know, videos. Um, I never saw the video that the woman took who was standing next to me. And I just it's just like, what happened? Didn't did we all not witness this? And hundreds of of <laughs> emergency vehicles and people. And then just, and then everybody was gone. And it was like nothing happened. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm like in somewhat of a state of shock. But uh, anyway, that's my long story to tell you that that's why I follow a lot of the, a lot of the New York, uh, greater metropolitan area, Brooklyn, Manhattan, whatever, uh, transit, Twitter, news, police kind of stuff. Just to, you know, <laughs> like hoping that at some point there would be some information. Uh, you know, girl saved, found hiding under Brooklyn Bridge. Uh, you know, suicide attempt thwarted, something like that. Or or the unfortunate news, but at least just to know, like, what happened. Um. Anyway, yeah, so like, uh, so nothing. I never, nothing from that. But then I'm sitting there scrolling through this morning and uh, and there's, you know, all this stuff about a shooting and the subway in Brooklyn and 36th Street and all this. And uh, it's 
and then the, the local Boston 25 news, uh, you know, has the full coverage of it. And they're, you know, just speculating like, well, it could be, uh, you know, we're, we're perusing and basically just saying like, yeah, we're looking at Twitter. We're seeing some images and videos. We're not going to show them, but, uh, don't want to speculate, but here's a bunch of speculation. Uh, it's possible cause the guy had like an emergency vest on like a fluorescent, you know, like a yellow vest or something and a gas mask. Uh, so that's fucking weird. Um, and, uh, it seems like the shooting happened on the train car, which fucking that's terrifying. It's terrifying enough to be in the, on the subway platform because you're packed like sardines down there. You're packed like sardines on the train. Uh, and it's, it's scary in the videos. Yeah. It's people. There's a lot of blood and there's a lot of people injured and being tended to on the on the subway platform and all kinds of, you know, commotion and everything, obviously. But it just drives me nuts. They're like, hmm, this could be – it's possible that this – we don't know if this was a uh, – perhaps it was gang-related, a shootout on the train car and bystanders were involved. Uh, it could be a, a targeted terrorism attack. It could be – it's like, yeah, it could be like a ton of shit. Why are you fucking like? Why don't you just? We're looking. I, I, just crazy. But that's that's what you have to do. Keep people entertained. Keep people from changing the channel. You say you say some of those key words like, "We're not saying it's a terrorist attack," but we're not not saying it's not not a terrorist attack. Not. Oh, what terrorist attack? I better keep it here to Boston Twenty Five News. <laughs> and uh, I'll tell you one thing though. I used to ride home. Uh, I used to take the train out of North Station in Boston, right at TD Garden, for many years. Not many. I mean, a few years. Uh, two, three. I commuted to Boston for like five years. No, four years. A little over four years commuting to Boston. Yeah, one year was by car, which was idiotic. One year was by bus, which was better, but still idiotic. And then most of it was by train. Yeah, it was, it was about six months by bus. And then I, I'm like, I can't do this bus shit anymore. And then the last like two and a half years was, was train. And I would drive to the Lowell train station. And then you wait at the platform in Lowell and everybody's, you know. Well, I got on. Luckily, that's the, that's the last stop. So usually you're not waiting for the. Depends on which train you're getting. But my train was usually parked there. Um, which was nice, so we didn't have to wait on the platform. Uh, and you pack into the commuter train, and then it stops. It stops at all the all the stops: North Billerica, Wilmington, <laughs> Anderson, Woburn, uh, Winchester Center. Uh, uh, what is the other one? West Medford. West Medford. They all start with W. Uh, and then, and then finally North station and it's packed when you get on the train, it's not so packed. And then they file on and then you get off and it's just, you know, it's like cattle all just, you know, ants marching or whatever you want to call it, all just marching on a tiny little platform. And as we filter out through North station and into the various different exits under the various different, you know, causeway street or whatever the hell canal street or whatever they are, um, Nashua Street. 
I don't know. I don't even remember. Um, you filter out and everybody kind of goes in there in kind of the same direction, just choosing different uh, different side roads to get there. And then for others, uh, maybe you don't walk out. Maybe you go down and you hop on the green line or the orange line and then you take the T. I would take the green or the orange line to Park Station, Park Street Station, or to maybe the orange line to some I don't know. I don't even remember. Oh, I would take it depends on where I was working. <laughs> I was working out in Dorchester, so I would take the green line to Park Street Station. And then I would get on the red line. And then I'd take the red line out to Dorchester and get off at JFK. And then another 10 minutes of walking to get to the stupid office. And uh, yeah, you wonder why people are burnt out doing shit like that. Um, uh, anyways. I would occasionally be on the same train as a buddy of mine who I worked with, and uh, he was taking the same train to the same stop as me and lives one town over, and we would usually get to the train uh, platform around the same time, and everybody just waits. There's like there's 10, uh, 10 different um, gates, I guess you'd say. Gate 10. Lowell train now boarding at gate nine and you get to guess you look at the tree you're like which one is my train and you kind of you kind of scooch oh i think i think platform three i'm pretty sure if i'm judging by when it got here when the people got off i think that's the lull train so i'll i'll wait by platform three and then surprise platform 10 and then you have to walk all the way you push through all the people and it's just oh it's it's nightmare but we would talk about like man if somebody wanted to really do something bad, boy, oh boy, this train station every day at this time has hundreds and hundreds of people huddled together in the same spot. And I, <laughs> I would say, I hope that A, that does not happen. And then selfishly, B, if it does, I hope I'm nowhere near it. But mostly I hope it just doesn't happen. And it hasn't, but it's like, but you see this thing on this morning with Brooklyn, and I don't know the circumstances, if this guy just walked onto the train and opened fire, if he was getting into it with somebody else, if there were, I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, but either way, whatever the, uh, unlike the news people, I'm not going to speculate. I'm just going to say that is terrifying. That is all of the greatest fears of anybody who rides public transit takes public transportation, um, particularly the trains where you have to wait on a very, very crowded train platform or a very, very crowded train station uh, that won't let you go out on the platform until your train is here and then everybody uh, everybody bottlenecks to get out uh, onto, the, onto the platform. And uh, yeah, and, and you know, it's interesting. The laws of fluid dynamics uh, come into play. You have a lot of people who... Uh, yeah, they they think that they're going to position themselves in the best the best spot to get uh, to get through that gate first. But if you just go if you go just go head on straight through, you're going to you're going to pour through with everybody else and those other people waiting off to the side are still kind of standing there. It's amazing. Anyway, uh but I yeah, I find I found myself often talking with my buddy about that and wondering like, yeah, what would I do? I guess 
I guess not much because it's just a, it's just hundreds of us. And if something terrible happened, okay, I guess this is, <laughs> I guess that's where it would all come to an end on the fucking train platform of all things. And, uh, I'm glad I don't have to take that train anymore. Uh, I very rarely, I've taken the train twice, I think in the last two years, not even the tra- not the commuter rail, just the, just the T, uh, to a couple, I don't even remember the kids and I took it to TD garden to see the Celtics took the green line. I always feel safe on the green line. I don't know what it is. There's the red line, the fucking red line. Uh, holy shit at the, there's a Broadway stop on the red line and that's between South station and JFK stop in Dorchester. And I know the Broadway stop very well because yeah, it's, you know, I would get, I would feel ill like, Oh no, we're at the Broadway stop. That means we're almost to the JFK stop, which means I have to go in and like face the day and do work. Oh God, no. And, uh, so yeah, if this guy died over the weekend, his arm got stuck in the door on the red line at the Broadway station. And I don't know the specifics, but he's not alive anymore. It's like, oh, my God. I always wondered, too. I'm like, man, there was some close calls jumping in and out of the train as the doors were closing. And I thought, you know, I've seen people hop on and they they squeeze in and the doors open back up and then the train has to wait and then the doors close and then we get going. And this fucking red line uh, just put the just put the literally put the death grip on this guy's arm and and th- that was it and then the train took off with him uh yeah ugh. anyway <laughs> and i oh my gosh i know how crowded the streets are now again everybody's back to the office and back in the sh- highways and back on the trains and back on everything and uh oh man it's like it's just it's stressful enough worrying about the masks and worrying about just everything and like yeah now it's it's i I don't know man it just doesn't uh not to give you any uh (laughs) glimmers of hopelessness but i don't know man it doesn't seem like (laughs) nothing really seems to be moving in the right direction like anywhere at all like in general in a in a rather universal sense. So yeah, keeping it positive here on the Birthday Boy Podcast. I sometimes forget this even is the Birthday Boy Podcast. Cause we are, I hate to say, we were very far removed from what this what this podcast used to be. Uh, but it's just I don't have time. I wish I did. Like I would love to get, like just get all shiny new everything. The best microphone, the best computer, the best software, the best mixer, the best like everything, and then just have a place like I could sit and do a podcast and even, you know, clean up my act a little bit and do it on video, you know, go on, you know, have it on YouTube or something or Twitch or whatever. Uh, Probably YouTube because I don't know that I'm going to be playing many video games. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, And then just uh, that'd be fun. That'd be fun. But that's not that's not happening anytime soon. So for now, I'm pacing back and forth and I'm talking into my phone. That's the Birthday Boy podcast. It's either that or nothing. <laughs> so anyway. Uh, yeah, so I just thought, what a fun topic to talk about. And now Cam Newton switching gears completely. 
Cam Newton, who I despise. Uh, I've, I, you know, I've, I've always made it clear I don't like the guy. I think he's a big baby. Um, I was happy when he came to Boston. I've, I've wanted to root for the. I've, I've made this. I've talked about it before. I went to see a, a taping of Cam Newton on the. What the fuck? I can never Bessinger. Somebody Bessinger. Greg Bessinger. I don't even know. I can't even think of the guy's name. Something Bessinger. <laughs> totally have no idea what his first name is. Anyways, uh, it's a long-form sports interview show that he's, like, never on any. Graham? Graham Bessinger? Let me see. Graham Bessinger. Uh, Graham Bessinger. There's Oh, in-depth. With Graham Bessinger. Yeah, there it is. There he's got, uh, he talks to a bunch of people you've never heard of and and then some sports guy. Okay, he's Mike Tyson. He's got some other, Jesse Ventura. He's talked to some big names. And uh, yeah, so he had this long form interview with Cam Newton at one of the theaters in downtown Charlotte back in 2015. And employees of the place that I worked were able to get exclusive. It was only for, employees which is crazy um and i i joked when i and i i was able to get on the list and go see it which was cool and i joked with the girl sitting next to me i said is there what do you think the odds are that this was just to see who had free time in their day to go (laughs) leave work for two hours to see a a cam newton interview and instead of cam newton hr is going to come out on the stage and be like hello everybody (laughs) i got some bad news for you (laughs) <laughs> or some good news, because now you'll have all the time in the world to watch Cam Newton interviews. Uh, today is your last day. Get out. Um, that did not happen. It was actually an interview with Cam Newton. Uh, and I just, it was like, I wanted to like the guy. I tried to like, I'm like, I, this guy maybe is like a likable dude. And um, nah, not really, not really, not so much. Um and I've made fun of him here on this podcast because he says one thing for certain, two things for sure. Always blessed, going to be blessed, fresh, looking fresh, whatever the fuck. He only says two things. One's for certain, two's for sure. What's yeah, That's three things, Cam. Um, and then he came to New England and he stunk up the joint. He had two or three great weeks where it was like, ooh, this could be okay. And then he stunk and then he was supposed to, you know, he played in the preseason and he was supposed to start. And then he violated all the COVID protocols and he didn't get vaccinated and he didn't do anything that he's supposed to do. So they kicked his ass out of here. Good riddance. He went back to Charlotte, had the nice homecoming, and then he stunk up the joint down there too. And now he's, uh, latest comments from Cam Newton. Oh my gosh. Just, just great stuff. Just a great stand up fucking guy. Um, let's see now. Uh, what's this? Uh, so wait, is, okay. Sorry, I was looking at something else. Oh, it doesn't have Cam Newton anymore as the trending. He's no longer Cam Newton. He basically said, Cam Newton's remarks on women needing to know how to cater to a man's needs. Uh... Cam Newton is under fire after he said he believes women should cater to a man's needs and know how to cook and when to be quiet. Oh, he's under fire for that? That's weird. He's under fire for being a sexist piece of shit? How strange. God, he seemed like such a great guy. 
Uh, it's not surprising, though, because I can tell when somebody's a piece of shit. And I've <laughs> I've always believed Cam Newton to be a piece of shit. Um, not everybody believes that. I think dudes generally share that opinion of Cam Newton. Um, and then the females, you know, look, I get it. I get it. I get it. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's not, not at all surprising to me, uh, just cause he's a dope. He's, he seems to be like a major, like major narcissist. Uh, he's just an annoying sort of man child and then that's about it. I, I just have, I have no, I've never had any real high thoughts of high thought, high opinion uh, of Cam Newton. And yeah, the, the sooner he's not playing in the NFL, uh, the better. Cause then, you know, I would hope he just kind of just disappear, just go be rich, have your cigars, do your little wingdings, Instagram posts that nobody can read. Um, and just, you know, go be an asshole somewhere else. <laughs> and he's not, look, the guy's not, a, it's like, this is the other thing too. It's like, dude, okay. He's a piece of shit. He's a sexist. He's a fucking, he's a baby. He's a big baby. Um, but boy, you've got some other, these other guys who, uh, you know, okay. So there's different, there are different tiers. Being a sexist asshole is not great. Uh, but actually like, you know, beating the shit out of your wife or your girlfriend or something like that. So I'm, I'm still not putting Cam Newton in like, Oh, he's the worst for, you know, he's not OJ, but, uh, you know, he's not even, you know, I, I still, I would say I hate Aaron Rodgers more than Cam Newton. At least Cam Newton was just like, I'm not getting vaccinated and I'm going to just violate your protocol and then you can fire me. Okay. You're fired me. Okay. I'm done. Which part of me thinks he maybe did that intentionally because as I've said before, there's a different level of pressure. I mean, there's an NFL quarterback. That's, that's high pressure no matter what, but you've got like, I mean, look at Charlotte, that homecoming he had, they, they loved him. Boston hates Tom Brady after 20 years of nothing but winning in championships. Just the thought of Tom Brady, just mention it in like, the old dirty Boston, uh, you know, f- Facebook page or something. They hate Tom Brady. He did nothing but win for this city and bring championships and victories, the likes of which they've never seen before. To me, he could go play tw- another twenty years in Tampa Bay, and he's still he's Tom Brady. He can't. He's untouchable, and and they fucking hate him. <laughs> they, they hate Tom Brady in New England, which is so funny. Now, if Tom Brady said, hey, I'm coming back to the Patriots, well, we'll see. Um, but in, in Charlotte, nobody ever, they didn't hate on Cam Newton. Um, when he left, we went to, and, and they were so happy to have him back. There's just, there's a different fan base down there. And I think Cam Newton found out what it was like to play uh, in a place like Boston versus a place like Charlotte. Hey, I've, I've lived and worked in both places. I, can, I know the difference. Um, I like, you know, the Boston area is more my style. It's a hell of a lot. I, I like it a hell of a lot more than Charlotte, but it was, you know, there is a different pace. There totally is a different pace. And it's not to say Charlotte isn't fast paced because in the, the banking world and tech and all that stuff, it's always, you know, but there's just a, it's different. It is different. So anyway, 
Um, but Aaron Rodgers just straight up fucking lied and put people's people at risk, saying you know making it sound like he had been vaccinated. So Aaron Rodgers is a bigger piece of shit, but not as big as uh, who's the I can't think of anybody's names. I'm so tired. But anyway. You've, you've got these, like, you know, they beat their wives or their kids or whatever. And then, like, Colin Kaepernick will probably never play in the NFL again because he protested against violence and brutality. These guys do horrific things and get a little slap on the wrist or we investigated it and uh, we've determined blah, 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 blah. And, uh, you know, and Cam Newton. I'm not saying Cam Newton shouldn't play in the NFL because he's a sexist douchebag or just a douchebag in general he shouldn't play in the nfl anymore because he clearly stinks he tried a couple times with new england he went back to carolina and nothing happened in either of those so anyway uh so that's uh changing gears we've talked enough about very morbid and horrible things so why not lighten it up with cam newton sexism Uh, that's fun uh I downloaded the Lego Star Wars game that came out. That's uh, that's good so far. You know, it's a Lego game. I get these Lego games, and I'm like, yeah, all right. And then I play, and I'm like, oh, yeah, it's a fucking Lego game. They're not that good. Anyway, uh, I've got to go. I will be back later at some point. Who knows when. Uh, but, but uh, yeah. Yeah, at 16 hurt in NYC subway shooting. I feel like those numbers are going. I hope I hope that's it. That that would be uh I don't know if I want to say silver lining, but at least to find out that nobody was uh was fatally injured would be uh, that'd be that'd be something. All right. Uh time to finish up lunch and do a whole bunch of shit and then uh, oh fuck, I got the PTO meeting tonight too. Oh, this thing can't end soon enough. Oh my God, they cannot end soon enough. And the the exact words were uh, from the invite, won't you join us for this month's PTO meeting? We will be having a robust discussion, uh, which just to me says, okay, I think if I'm, if I'm really being truthful here, I'm in, I, I went for a long time without really taking any notes anywhere except for the PTO meeting. And then I and now I'm back at a place that knows that I take very good meeting minutes, and so for a while there, there were people who were supposed to be taking notes that were like, "Oh yeah, Johnny Boy's on this call. I don't need to take notes." And I'm pretty sure that my neck problems that I'm feeling, in addition to just like stress, uh, I think I'm doing some doing some damage. So I'm trying to I'm trying to just like hold back on taking any notes. Because fuck you, <laughs> you can you can figure out on your own. I don't need. To, I'm not your babysitter. You figure out what you need to do. I'm gonna figure out. I'm gonna take notes on what I need to do, and uh, and you can go fuck yourself. So anyway, taking notes is probably like it's it's up there. It's my least favorite thing. I'm quite good at it, but that's not something to be proud of. <laughs> it's not. It's not something to be proud of. <coughs> it's uh. It's just something that nobody should aspire to be good at. But I had a boss one time who was incredibly good at taking minutes. Like I didn't I was like, "Oh, that's what's that's what these things are supposed to look like." Wow. So I copied his style. 
And uh, yeah, and then I got stuck. And now I try not to, uh, when it's somebody new, I try not to let them know. Um, I don't want anybody knowing that I take good notes. Uh, but unfortunately, <laughs> the place that I am now, I was there a couple years ago when I was still taking good notes. And, uh, and so now they, there's an expectation. Uh, but I, I'm going um, to, I'm turning that down, turning the dial down on that one. Dialing it back. Is that what I'm trying to say? I'm dialing it back. Yeah. It sucks. Taking, just type, type, type. And I, I type very fast. I'm a good typer. That's all I can tell you. I'm a good typer. Um, but that's, that's nothing to be proud of. <laughs> it's nothing, it's nothing good comes from that. If you could uh, strive to do anything, I would say strive to be bad at stuff in life. It will be a lot better for you. If you can just be bad at things, then nobody expects anything, and then you're good to go. Speaking of going, I'm going to go now, and I would advise you to go to birthdayboyshop.com and get merch. And we'll talk to you next time right here on the very cheery, cheerful Birthday Boy Podcast. Later, Gators.